friends. Hello, my little weirdos, my little weirdos. It is Sam Ramsdell with the Weird and Proud Podcast. We're week two, baby. Episode two. Look, look at us. <laughs> look at us now. Look how far we've come. Um, you know, I I hope that you guys notice that as we go on, you know, we will continually get better. We're all about improving. You know, I'm kind of doing this all myself right now to a degree. And, you know, we're, we're learning as we go, you know, and we're jumping in, we're doing it scared, and we're doing it. So <laughs> we do. I'm so excited. I just am so grateful to have this platform. Thank you so much for hopefully you listened to episode one and now you're on two. So if you're continually listening, thank you so much. I'm so happy you're here. And I have an amazing interview lined up today. But before that, you know, I just want to give you guys a little pulse check on how my weird ass is doing. And if you follow me on the social medias, on the Instagrams and the dickaduckas, which if you don't, should have mentioned that too, um, on TikTok and Instagram, my handle is samramsdell5. But if you guys follow me, you probably heard me talking about I did quit my corporate job and I am, you know, about week two now of working for myself. The boss is a bitch, but you know what? We're getting through it, you know? We're figuring things out, and I really am so grateful that I do get to do what I love as a full-time career, but it also is, it's a crazy time, you know? And for those of you who don't know, too, I do do, do do, (laughs) Um, I do do (laughs) some stand-up comedy. Look at me. I'm so funny. (laughs) Um, I do some stand-up comedy and I sing too. So I have these one-woman shows that I do live and perform um, around the Stanford, Connecticut area and to New York City. Um, so I do have some shows coming up too. So make sure I always plug them and promote them on my social media. So make sure you're following along if you live in the area. And hopefully I will be able to do some more traveling now that um, the panorama isn't as crazy and we'll be able to do some other shows, maybe, you know, all over. Who knows? But something weird that happened to me this week, and I feel like I want to add this segment in every week in congruency of being able to do these interviews. Of course, every week I'm going to have interviews with guests that might be considered quote unquote weird, which again, I don't think weird has a negative connotation to it. I mean, I know a lot of people think of weird as a bad thing, but I'm trying to break the mold, you know? Weird is a good thing, okay? Weird is good. So interviewing some other weirdos, I thought it would be good that I maybe share something too weird that happened to me. Um, And I know I, I share a lot on my social media too about weird DMs that I get, which so it might be a weird DM that I get. Um, but something that happened to me weird this week, I got in an email. Um, so I wanted to share this email that I got. Basically, this person asked me, um, if they could pay me, they said this, they would pay me $250 for me to send them a video seeing how many wool socks I could fit in my mouth at one time and they specified that they wanted to make sure that they were dirty and they definitely had to be wool I don't know if this person has an obsession with wool or like dirty wool socks or like maybe something traumatic 
happened to them with a dirty wool sock at one point in their lives. But that was the first time <laughs> I was asked to stick dirty wool socks in my mouth to see how many I could fit in my mouth at <laughs> one time for 250 bucks. Like, honestly, like, I mean, I'm not going to say whether I did it or not because maybe I did. Okay. Maybe I did. But also, no, I, I don't have any, you know, it's funny. I, I don't think I have any wool socks. I, I'm not really into wool socks. Also, like wool socks are like thick, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know how many, if I had to guess, like I could probably do like three, but like, you know, we gotta be like, are we talking like normally wool socks are pretty long, you know? Now I'm curious. <laughs> I might just do it for my own self-enjoyment. I'll just do it for James. I'll see. James, James will probably want to see it. Well, I'll, I'll give him a free show. <laughs> me and dirty wool socks. So that's how my week is going. And, you know, I really wanted to get into this interview because it is a little bit longer than normal. And it's mostly just because I had a million questions. And this week, it also is going to be two guests technically, because I am interviewing a couple and they might have what some may consider a weird arrangement or a little bit of a different sort of relationship. And I think it's definitely more acceptable now, but they're very open about it and they let me ask a million questions about it. But I am so excited to have Jake and Alexa on the podcast. They are technically in an open relationship and they talk about the ups and downs of it, how they got into it, how they got started. And also they now do some stuff on OnlyFans too. So they talk a little bit about that as well, but I will let them do the explaining. So thank you guys again so much for listening. Enjoy this interview. Did it work? Are you there? Yeah. Yes. Okay. okay, perfect. Oh my God. <laughs> I am so excited that you are here. Welcome to the Weird and Proud podcast. You guys are like my second episode, I think, too, which so I'm honored to have you guys here. Thank you so much for having us. Yes, of course. I'm so excited. I know it's been a little bit of a time coming. And so introduce yourselves and where you guys live right now. Um, I'm Alexa. And we live um, outside of D.C. in Maryland. Yeah. Alexa and Jake. Yeah, Alexa and Jake. (laughs) Alexa and Jake. And you live outside Washington, D.C. And so where – so how long have you guys been dating for now? Are you guys – you're dating or you're married? We're married. Oh, you are married. Oh, okay, okay, okay. How long have you been married for? Three years. The end of the month. Three years. Okay, awesome. And how long have you been dating for like together total? We've been together for four and a half years. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. We, we basically met and then got married. <laughs> <laughs> Which is amazing. And I know you met at work, but like completely separate. Yeah. And so, well, first of all, would you, I guess this is like also my entry question because of course, like I consider myself weird, but I also like don't think there's a negative connotation to it. Like I, and I mean, weird is in like different, unique, like out of the ordinary in a sense, like, would you guys consider yourself? I know some things that you might do might be different, but like, would you consider yourself weird? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I did like look at your first recording and I was like, Oh my God, this is so us because we're weird and quirky and, at this point in my life, I've owned it, you know, we are who we are, and you've got to just embrace it. Totally. No, I love it. 
were you gonna say, Jake? You're gonna say something. Sorry. No, I was just gonna. I was just gonna say, like, yeah, we are. Uh, I would consider ourselves weird, but I don't know. I don't think of it negatively. Some people might, but totally. Yeah, yeah. When I say weird, too, like you know, like I, again, like it's weird and proud. So it's like I don't even think of weird as like negative. Like I do think of it, mm-hmm. you know. And I talk a lot about how you know, in a world where everyone is trying to be so similar, you know, we should be celebrating our differences and celebrating what makes us unique. And people, it's okay to have different lifestyles, and it is. I feel like we should talk about it. I feel like there's a lot to learn, and I think a lot of people are curious you know, about your lifestyle and what you guys do. So how do you describe, like, what would you describe what you guys do and your relationship? Um, I, I, we have an open marriage, like a non-monogamous relationship, you could say. Um, a lot of people can kind of confuse us with like swingers and stuff. To clarify, we do enjoy meeting other couples who are like us and kind of like-minded, but there is a somewhat of a difference between couples who are only in the swinging lifestyle and then people who are also um, like non-monogamous, like open. And the the biggest the biggest difference would be is like people who do the swinging only, I guess, go out with other couples, and it's yeah. exclusively like that. But for us. We're just a little bit more open than that. Like if uh, Alexa wants to go out and she's like, wow, this guy's really sexy. Like I want him to, uh, you know, <laughs> do what he does. Then I'm like, yeah, go for it. Or if like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The old rub and tug. Um, yeah, for sure. Why not? Yeah. You're cool. But you have a conversation. I, I was gonna say, I have so many questions about like the intricacies of it. Hold on. My dog is barking. Crap. I was wondering if my boyfriend's gonna like walk home and I might just have you pause for a sec. No, you're good. You're good. I can always obviously edit this stuff out if she's like going crazy. Um, but so you so and that is I think the difference too. Like I was gonna ask you the difference between like swinging and you know, I've heard of like, you know, I've I have one friend that is, you know, that goes to swinger parties every now and then versus like having a completely kind of quote unquote open relate relationship, monogamous relationship. So like you guys like come all the time, you know, 24 seven, you could be with someone else or you could be dating. Like, are you cool with like being in a completely other relationship? Like what are like, the, you have boundaries. <laughs> I just like, I have a million questions, but like, <laughs> and as much as you guys are willing to share when it comes to that. Well, we wouldn't say like other relationships. We are, you know, exclusive when it comes to our emotional connection. Mm-hmm. Um, so we really try to hold those boundaries like firm. There's no exception. Um, so our outside relationships, air quotes, relationships would be more physical than anything else. And I would, and I would also say that like when it does come to those outside relationships, we draw the line with friends with those people. Yeah. But if anything progresses further than that, like it, it's just becoming a little bit too much because, um, I mean, we like to have fun and we like to be crazy and weird, obviously, (laughs) but, um, like, uh, if it progresses further than friends or if there's just, if either of us feel like, you know, any of the outside partners are, you know, kind of intruding into our relationship too far or taking something away from us, you know, half, most of the time we're going to cut them out, but we love like meeting different people and making friends with other people. 
Uh, there, I mean, there's been a few couples now that we've become really good friends with that we've met while also in the lifestyle. And they're similar to us. They're more towards the swinger side where they only do things together. But, I mean, we hang out all the time. Like, we've done a ton of stuff with them. And, you know, they become really good friends. So, um, yeah. definitely, I would say friends is where we do the line. But we do have a lot of boundaries when it comes to uh, kind of just making sure that situations with other people don't progress all the way and all the way up until you start getting feelings for each other because I mean like we like to have sex and it's fun and it's fun getting to experience new people and just you know see what they can add because a lot of times the people that we look for you know they typically have something to add to our relationship and like I personally enjoy it we originally actually started out not completely open. We started yeah. out with the hot wife. I don't know if you've heard of the term hot wife before. No, what's that? <laughs> so hot wife, there is there there are guys that really enjoy when they their girlfriend or wife or whoever they're in a relationship with, whatever you want to call it, um, goes out and hooks up with guys and then comes back and you know then they do it and talk dirty about it and stuff like that and that's originally how we started out because when we got married um slowly but surely in the bedroom i was kind of uh basically spilling out all these fantasies that i had and a lot of them had to do with hot wifing and i was like you know i want you to be my hot wife and it actually took us almost a whole entire year before we actually took the step from just being completely monogamous with each other to Alexa going out and having her first hot wife experience. And the first time was terrible. (laughs) Well, I was going to ask, so that was going to be a question, like how it started and like the first time it happened. So how were you married when you first started doing it? Yes, we were married. We had been married about a year at that point. And, um, and we'd been talking about it for about a year and we both liked the idea, but you were unsure because we didn't want to take the jump into including other people into our marriage and then it not work out. And then like each, either of us get like, you know, just terrible feelings and like, they're never going to go away. And you know, well now we ruined our relationship and we can't get it back. So that was well, a it's, huge, it's scary. Yeah, I mean, that's scary. a huge jump. Um, being newlyweds and stuff, I didn't want to like risk uh, jeopardizing a relationship, and yeah. um, so we kind of eased into it slowly. Yeah, um, had a lot of conversations, and we still do to this day. I mean, we talk about our boundaries. We reassure each other. Um, there's a lot of that that goes into it. Yeah. yeah. That's what I feel like the key, like to have a successful, well, I, I, from what I've heard from friends who also do this is it's been, not that I, <laughs> I have not experienced that. Not that I say, ever, you know, who knows, you know, never say never, but it's like communication is key. If it's yeah. going to be successful, like you have to be comfortable having these conversations um, and talking about boundaries. So what was the first time like, like, how did you find this guy? Was it just like random? Like you were just out with the girls and you were like, tonight's the night. Are you like planned it? Like, how did this work? Right, so full transparency. <laughs> um, we were kind of like discussing it. We got on board. 
um, Jake suggested a dating app, which was ironic because even in my single days, I have never, ever, ever found a dating app. And so here I am married, (laughs) signing up for a dating app. Um, And um, yeah, it was just kind of like a kind of a boring time, to be honest. Um, Nothing like... The date itself. Yeah. It it just... It was a very casual encounter, just like, hook up, whatever, see ya, bye. (laughs) Well, I wasn't even in town for it. I was out of town for work at that time. So I wasn't even there. And like me, I was like all excited. And then like Alexa, like then calls me afterwards and is like crying. Like it was terrible. (laughs) Come on. Yeah, because I wanted him to at least be there. Yeah, Yeah, totally. Did that guy know, like, the guy that you went on a date with, like, he knew, like, what he was getting into? Like, he knew you were married and... That is something I'm very upfront about. I feel like it's only fair to... Yeah. And because, you know, if they're not cool with it, then, you know, I just want to make sure that they they understand that there's no potential of anything being serious down the road, so... Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's, yeah, that's awesome that you do that. And um, so when, so that happened and then like, you, so when it happened from there, you were like, let's try again. Like maybe this was just the wrong guy. Like then where did it I go? I think it was a little, it wasn't like that long, maybe a month. Yeah, it was a month. You were on another trip, a work trip. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back to like the old school ways, you know, yes. back in my twenties, I would just yes. go to the, the bar. <laughs> So there was like this bar down the street. And so I'm just like, I'm going to go by myself and just have a drink and see, see who's there. And um, sure enough, (laughs) (laughs) um, there was this older gentleman there and we hit it off and he was like, Hey, you want to come back to my place? I was like, okay, sure. Um, We did not, make it out of the parking lot so (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's amazing so that was a much better experience well Um, for you I mean I I I enjoyed both of them but like I was in a hotel out on a trip and you told me you were going to the bar down the street I'm like all right babe have fun you know just uh, keep me updated and let me know if you meet anybody. And then you tell me you meet a guy. And then the next thing I hear, like two hours later, you're like, oh, I'm going to his house. I'm like, okay, you know, just be safe. You know, do, you know, if you're not, if you're not comfortable, then go home. You're like, no, have fun. Cause you were talking to me on the phone. And then I didn't hear from you for like an hour and a half <laughs> and your location. Cause we share each other's locations of course. on yeah. our uh, phones and your phone didn't leave the parking lot. I'm like, did this guy rob you or steal you? And it turns out you guys were you guys were going at it in his truck for like over an hour. <laughs> oh my so are you like so did you you texted him and you were like, I'm going, you know, mm-hmm. I'll be you know, I'm gonna be yeah. with this guy. And like so you're like, I'll call you after type of thing. Like, do you yeah, feel like, yeah. were you like during this time, are you freaking out or you're just like excited and you're like, oh my God. I mean, I was like, I was excited for the first part of it, but then like, I was kind of freaked out because like your location didn't change on yeah. 
And I was just like, why are you still like, in the parking lot? Like, like you told me <laughs> the last thing I heard from you on the phone was you're going to his house to, you know, hook up. And I'm like, okay, but you're still there. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> But then you called me and while you're driving home. You're like, yeah, we didn't make it out of the parking lot. We, you know. It's yeah. a lot more convenient that way. <laughs> Not, hey, I mean, hey, that works. I feel like it's a little bit safer, too, because you don't, like, go to his place, you know, or, like. Yeah, I mean. I mean, not that, I mean, I'm sure, um, especially with, that's probably smart that you have the location on. I mean, that's probably a good idea, especially, but do you, so after this happens, like you call and like, you just like explain, like you, do you want to know like all the details about like what happened type of thing? For me? Yeah. For me, I love hearing like the details and like everything that went down. And a lot of times at this point, since we have an OnlyFans about our lifestyle now, Um, We try to record as much as we can. So we also find guys who are comfortable with it. And obviously we're not going to like, we, it has happened with guys who aren't comfortable with it and that's totally fine. But like um, we get a lot of videos and stuff like that from just uh, our encounters together and your encounters. And um, I personally like it. Like if I'm not there or immediately able to like be with you afterwards, then you know i at least like having some videos and stuff of everything that went down <laughs> yeah so I mean, it, it kind of sucked oh, that he was away but we we facetimed right. as soon as i got home oh yeah we had a very dirty facetime session as soon yeah. as you got back <laughs> amazing and then you know like this was the first good experience you know being in this lifestyle and so i think something that's... changed for you that that day for sure yeah I do like being a hoe. So, so you had a great, that was obviously successful. And then, so you're like, okay, let's do this more often. Or like Jake, when were you like, all right, can I try? Like, so now is there like hot husband life? Like, <laughs> so yeah, that, that's a really good question actually. Um, we continued on with just the hot wifing and Alexa going out and kind of doing her thing. And we hadn't even made an OnlyFans at this point. This was just purely yeah. for us and just purely for pleasure. And you had met, I don't know, like five guys before we took our first break. And mm-hmm. yeah, so I, throughout you know, the first few months and everything, I would have conversations because I felt like it was really unfair. I feel like if you're okay with me doing this, I should be okay with you doing the same. But that was very, very difficult for me. And I know it sounds, it sounds crazy, but you know, women have their insecurities. And so that was something I really had to deal with. Yeah. Um, Jealousy. That's a huge one. And so that was really, really hard. Um, so we ended up just like taking a break from the whole lifestyle for probably like five months last year, the end of last year. That wasn't last year. Yeah, it was last year. Oh wait, yeah, last year. Um, and before I forget too, do you, have you ever talked to those guys since? Like you pretty much after it happens, you're like, see you never. (laughs) Well, one of our first rules. Yeah. One of our first rules. We actually have a list of, I don't even know if we still have a list. Oh, you do? Like a like a contract well one of our first rules actually and this was on my part i was it was like one and done then you block them and you don't talk to them again 
and we've kind of we've kind of grown from like the just immediately blocking because we've become more comfortable with it and also more trusting and comfortable with each other. So, you know, keeping up with the people after the fact, or even maybe, maybe meeting with them a couple more times is now in the books as compared to the beginning. Cause we had some really strict rules as to what we could and couldn't do. And now it's a lot more open as long as we're, you know, telling each other exactly what's going down and like, you know, what we're thinking or feeling. Right. Um, right. And that rule came about because there were just certain, like, there was a couple experiences where I would like show up and meet this person and it just, it wasn't a good vibe. Mm, um, okay. Sometimes their equipment wouldn't work. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> what? Things like that. And so it was just like, if I found someone that I really had a lot of chemistry with and... Yeah you know, the, the sex is great, then why, why go ahead and like find someone else could potentially be just another bad experience. And so that's when we had a conversation about like, maybe. Well, you were the one who actually brought it up because you're like, yeah. wow, this guy is like really good and has a huge dick. Like I want him again. I'm like, okay. I was like, you know, I'll, I, because like we've, we were taking steps together with stuff and I forgot I did something for you and you're like, I was just like, you know what, I'm going to trust you and go out on a limb and say, Hey, you know, if you enjoyed it, then, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say no. Cause I like seeing you happy and I like seeing you have fun. So yeah. why would I say no to that? Just send me a video. Just send me, <laughs> yeah, just send me videos. And you did, you did. <laughs> some, some, some guys I will like continue to talk to for a little while, but um, most of the time, those things have to end at some point. You know, you can't yeah. keep on um, because that's one of our our rules is don't get emotionally invested. And so well, I don't, at a certain point, yeah. that becomes a risk. I don't think that for us becoming emotionally invested with other people is an issue. But on the other hand, it's them becoming emotionally invested with one of us. And I think that's more the issue because the one experience – with the first guy that you hooked up with, you know, several times towards the end, he, he was also in an open relationship with his wife, but towards the end, he kind of showed, gave a lot of signs that were basically like, I don't like having sex with my wife anymore, but I like having sex with you more. It was basically, well, he did say that. Yeah. That's a huge red flag. Yeah. That's a big red flag right yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. If he wouldn't have said that, I would have been totally fine if they would have kept on seeing each other for however long, you know, things worked out for. But I was like, you know, from a guy's view, I was if I would say that to somebody, that would mean that, you know, I have feelings for you and I like you and I like spending time with you and I like, you know, you in bed. So basically, yeah, it was just it just got really weird after that. There's a couple other things this guy said, but. Yeah, um, yeah, you could tell it was getting to an He was time. he was actually the first the the for our first threesome too. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well I was going to ask about that too, like if that mm-hmm. is a thing. And you were saying so like you took a break and that was when you were just you were doing the hot wife thing and then you took a break for a little bit. Yeah. And then yeah. what made you decide to get back into it? 
Um, well, that's when we decided to start an OnlyFans, yeah. and um, we wanted to kind of share this part of our life with, with yeah. others, you know. Yeah. And that that's kind of. Well, I had well, I had lost my job because of COVID, and I got laid off, and unemployment was. I didn't get unemployment for like six months after that, and. Mm. I kept on pitching you the idea, like, let's start an OnlyFans, because during this time, like, we had gotten on TikTok. Well, you got TikTok first, and you did nothing but watch TikTok all day yeah, long. Yeah, I was just, I was a scroller, you know? Like, no way I'm going to post anything, but yeah, here yeah. I am. Yeah. <laughs> Posting. And then we, yeah. we kind of, we kind of saw, like, some sexy videos on TikTok, like, you know, some of the open relationship people that post stuff on there. And swinger people who post stuff on TikTok. And so slowly that started consuming our feed. And then we saw they had OnlyFans and then OnlyFans started becoming really big. And I was like, you know, this is just starting out. We should hop on the bandwagon before we, um, you know, before it's too late. And finally you were just, you said, what did you say? You said, if we make an OnlyFans and we don't make a thousand dollars in the first month and we're deleting it forever or something like that. You're like dead serious yeah. about it. Right. Because I mean, it is very hard to put myself out there in any yeah. way, even yeah. though it's a paid subscription thing. Like it's still really difficult. Um, cause I'm just right. a private person. Um, not anymore. So how much did you make? Like, are you allowed, like, if you feel comfortable, like how much like you guys make, is that like your good? Like you make like full time? You could make a full time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're doing okay. I wouldn't say numbers, but <laughs> no, I would. I wouldn't say numbers. We made we made more on OnlyFans in like the first two and a half months than I did a whole entire year doing my job, like real job. Yeah, and I and I and I got paid pretty well doing you know what I was doing for that company. Like I wasn't, you know. Working it's, McDonald's level stuff. Right, right, right. Was, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's keeping us afloat and it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, yeah. So what do you guys do? So obviously you took a break and then, so now you have OnlyFans. So what do you guys currently do now? I mean, I'm just starting to learn a little bit about OnlyFans. I've been chatting <laughs> with some other friends that have done it. So like, what is, you know, like, what do you guys do on it? What's your specialty? So we kind of, we fit in the niche of like non-monogamous relationships. And I think that intrigues a lot of people because the TikToks we post, we have so many haters, <laughs> but we have a lot of people. <laughs> I was going to say, don't we all? <laughs> yeah. But we have a lot of people who are also really curious, like in the lifestyle. And I don't think it's for bad reasons because you know there's there's some relationships where guys suggest like oh we should have a relationship open relationship because you know i don't want to do it with you anymore i want to go out and hook up with other girls but for us i think we really kind of did it because after we did it once and like kind of got into it we realized that it would add more to our relationship than it would subtract and there's a lot of people like actually curious about how that works and um yeah and it's not like our relationship was missing anything yeah Yeah. Um, right it was purely just I don't know I I tell Jake this all the time but like him 
uh, opening up to me about his fantasies, even back in the beginning, that's what started this. This is what like opened my mind. And that's what I've learned the most throughout the two years that we've been open is how freeing it is to have an open mind, being able to tell my spouse Everything. My deepest, darkest fantasies and desires and stuff like that, and and having that freedom to talk to each other has yeah. been really. So your cool. relationship is stronger. You feel like because of it, in a way. Definitely. Oh yeah, way, way, yeah. way stronger. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Cool. It's spicy. And yeah. So always different. What <laughs> content? Like, what kind of content do you guys post? Obviously, like with other people, like there's threesomes, there's like maybe like you with another guy, Jake, you with another girl, like, so yeah, a little bit bit of everything. A little, we, we try to, we try to spread it out. Um, mainly it's you with other guys and the guys who subscribe absolutely love seeing her with different guys. It's just, yeah, they're probably the guys who would want to have a hot wife. (laughs) or you know have that type of relationship because that's generally what they like um but no we posted our threesomes on there uh we've had two male female male threesomes so two guys and one girl we've done that with two different people uh we put both of those on there still need to do more of that (laughs) how often do you do these videos it varies Yeah. yeah um so like I haven't really been ha- – I haven't had much luck lately with um, finding guys that I can just, like, feel comfortable with and stuff lately. And I try not to put too much pressure on myself because as soon as I do that, it feels like work. And then it, mm. it's not fun anymore. Not fun yeah. anymore. So I don't want to feel like I have to find, you know, like, I just need – I just need cock. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I don't want to be like that. <laughs> um, so I still try to be selective. Um, and it's, it's an exhausting process, but I always have this one to make content with. Of so. course. Well, I was going to say, yeah. at least you always, have, you always have each other. Do you, so how do you find guys now? Is it still dating apps? Like, how do you find people? Mostly, yeah. yeah. Dating apps, yeah. Tinder, um, for finding couples to meet and hang out with, we use something called SLS. It's called Swingers Lifestyle. And it's an app or a website you can go on. And so we've met uh, two of our good couple friends from there, actually. We're supposed mm-hmm. to hang out with one of them again this weekend. We've known them for over a month now. But uh, okay. so we've, we're trying to, I mean, maybe we can make content with them this weekend. I mean, we need to make content with them this weekend. <laughs> well, just say you guys will like hang out with people. You'll like go watch a movie and then you're like, hey, you guys want to like suck each other's wieners later or something? I, that's basically how it started uh, with the, with one of our friends. We met them, we had them, they drove here and then we went out to dinner and we immediately hit it off and we're like, you know, they're exactly like us and we're totally going to love them. And so we invited them back and we're all just drinking and hanging out. And then I think you and the girl start, you and Olivia started making out. And then I was like, ooh. And then you took your each other's clothes off. And then I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and it just progressed from there. And then it just progressed from there. And then me and her were out on our couch. Right where you're sitting, actually. <laughs> and then you and him went back to our bedroom. And then it was like, that. that's basically how it went for like the next three hours. So <laughs> That's amazing. So will you have like 
Well, like, I mean, I guess it would be considered an orgy at that point, like with you two and another couple together, like at the same time. Like, I don't know if that's considered an orgy. No, I think yeah, what would that be considered? I don't know. Maybe a foursome, I think. Yeah, foursome. People, I don't know, like, what is consider, um, like, two couples, just, like, couple swap? Couple swap. Full swap. Some people only do, like, soft swaps where they want to just be in the same room, but they're going to be with their their significant other. So it's not even swapping. It's just having sex next to another couple having sex. Right. There's yeah, so yeah. many different like avenues and totally. you know, everyone has their own little thing. So yeah, there was another couple that I was listening to an interview on and that was, you know, there's like different levels or like different, I don't know if it's levels. I don't know if that's the depth, like the word to use, but it's like, it's like, yeah, the first step is like having sex with your saying, like with your partner next to another couple. Like that's almost kind of like mm-hmm. the first step sometimes to like ease your way into it. But do you guys ever go to like swinging parties or like go to like events? We have. Um, you have? We haven't, we haven't participated, but it's kind of fun just to go and watch. Yeah. It's the first I'm one sure. we went to. The first one we went to, we had never met anybody there, and we just show up because it was just conveniently close to where we were going to be at the whole entire day. So we're just like, let's just go and see how it goes. And uh, the hosts were extremely nice. Everybody there was awesome. And uh, we went and swam in their pool. It was freaking cold. So then we're like, let's get in the hot tub. And then so we go into the little hot tub area and then as we open the door there's already two couples in there just like going at it but we get in the hot tub i was so cold like everything like my germophobia was just like no but i was so cold i was like you know what i don't even care so it's hot tub and a show yeah Yeah, and we were were sitting in the corner of the hot tub just like i don't know kind of like snuggling up against each other while they're Yeah, well, they're doing their thing. But, I mean, they're still really fun to go to. There's no pressure. And that's yeah. what I, I've been impressed by is there's no expectations. You don't have to participate if you don't want to. Um, yeah. And we actually so have two different couples there that live really close to us. And we've been able to hang out with them a little bit. So, oh, yeah. So it's, no, that's that, awesome. that seems fun too, yeah. Do you, how do you find out about these? Like, how do you, like, on that website, like the SLS or like, um, host parties and they just put up, like, hey, we're having a party here. Yeah. Or they'll, um, they'll match with you or just send you a message because there's no matching on SLS. You can basically browse the profiles and see who you want to talk to and who you don't. And a lot of times couples will just send you messages like, hey, we're having a house party this weekend. This is the address. This is the time. We'd really like it if you guys would show up or if some, some people are more picky and they want to talk to you and get to know you first. And then if they think you're all right, then, you know, they'll send you an invite saying, Hey, we're actually doing a party this weekend. Do you guys want to come? Um, That's kind of how our second party was. Um, It was like a neon themed party. So neon like eighties themed party. I don't even know. It was, Mm. It was, there was there was black lights everywhere and I was yeah. glowing the whole night so I was happy. <laughs> so is there like there's drinking and alcohol and this is like it's almost like a party like at someone's house except yeah. everyone's going to get boned. 
Yeah, and that party was actually more just like a party. Yeah, that was more yeah. like a party. This there this, wasn't there wasn't like crazy sex going on or anything. Yeah. It was a three level townhouse on a uh, like lake, and inside they changed out all their lights for black lights. They had music. They had a stripper stripper pole, which you spent like two hours on dancing. <laughs> yeah, it was not pretty. <laughs> and. Um, yeah, just it was just it was just so much fun. I mean, we met a lot of cool people, had a lot of really good conversations. Mm-hmm. And these couple this couple was really experienced with hosting these types of parties. I guess they do it yeah. a lot. So they actually have a whole entire room designated for just um having sex and stuff like that all the way upstairs. Wow. And so everyone who gets in there just takes their clothes <laughs> off and is just like dive in. Yeah, and I went up there a couple times throughout the night and there were that. You never went up there because <laughs> you were busy dancing. But yeah, there was there was people going at it. And usually if you're at these types of parties, you're more than welcome to watch. Um, yeah. So that's kind of not something – that's just kind of normal for everybody at that point. Um, yeah. So um, – Are there I, rules? I walk, yeah, no, I walk. The rules when it comes to sorry, I keep going. No, the rules, of course, of like no recording. Like obviously, you can't have your phone and stuff. Yeah, I'm sure. While you're in there, yes. I mean, this is kind of a small party. If you go to like a swingers club, there's more rules about that. But yeah. if it's just like a a house, I think it's up to it's up the to house. the people that you're with for sure. Yeah. Like if you meet a couple at a swingers party, like a house party. And they're all about recording. Because some people are all about recording. They love having, they love being recorded. And some people are really, really picky about it for some reason. Because they just don't want it to get leaked out anywhere. I mean, at this point, we're just kind of like, whatever. But, yeah, no, I... No, we're not just whatever. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Oh, my God. But, I mean, the parties are fun and all, and they're an experience. I still prefer, like, more intimate settings, though. There's just a little too much going on at the parties. Well, I mean, if, yeah, if we go, we just kind of go to, like, party. And we don't go with, like, oh, we're trying to find couples a lot. Or I wouldn't say a lot, but at least some couples will go to these parties, like, specifically trying to find someone just to hook up with. For us, we just want to have fun. Like if, if we find a couple and we hit it off and we have great vibes and it somehow leads to sex, then, you know, so be it. Like we'll, you know, have sex and have a great night and, you know, just keep hanging out. But, you know, if that doesn't happen, then we're perfectly happy just talking to people and having fun. Yeah, That was probably one of the funnest things I've done with you is the neon party. That was a lot of fun. Well, how do you know? Like, I've heard, too, like, at some of these parties, there's, like, a bracelet or, like, you have something that shows, like, we're open, like, we're here for a partner or we're here, you know, just to watch. Like, are there... I've heard of that, too, but I have no idea what any, like, what colors they mean or anything like that. I just don't have that much experience in, like, the swinger lifestyle at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So now, so like you guys do it for fun, obviously for fun, for OnlyFans. Like, is there anything I'm sure to, you know, one of my favorite questions is I'm sure you guys get some crazy requests. Like if you're comfortable oh, yeah. and obviously whatever you feel comfortable. 
but like I always think some of this stuff is wild. Like, I've, what's the craziest request you've ever received? If you feel comfortable sharing, um, there have been a few, but um, I just I can never get on board with the being recorded team. For money, so yeah, that that's just yeah. a little weird to me. Were there any weirder ones than that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, there's there's one guy who wanted um to like gape your butthole and then someone pee into it. What? Yeah, I never. Told <laughs> okay, I never that even one. saw that request. <laughs> Good thing I didn't. I would have been scarred. <laughs> How do you gape a butthole? Like you just like pull it apart? I <laughs> get him. <laughs> I wouldn't have the foggiest idea. Yeah, that was an interesting request. Yeah, that's I mean, interesting. We have so many requests of just really normal stuff. I think the most common request would be for us to write a guy's name somewhere on your body or yeah that's really strange though like or you play with yourself while you're moaning their name and talking about them that's a very common one too i can hear that i can feel i can i can see that being a top request i don't understand it personally but i mean hey (laughs) everybody (laughs) has a yeah, well, you know, when they want, they don't get a girl that calls their name, you know, no. it's a lonely world. So do you, Jake, are you normally videotaping this? Like you're like behind the camera most of the time? Yeah, for every, basically all the content we create, I'm always the one behind the camera trying to figure stuff out. Um, Unless it's one on, like me one-on-one with another guy. Yeah. Then if they're comfortable filming, they have to film from their point of view. And so it's, it's never like their face is going to be it or anything yeah. like that. Because I want them to be as comfortable as possible. Yeah. Got it. So you I, make think, I think that makes other guys more comfortable um, yeah. to record because then they know they're in control of it. And like, totally. they're it's like not that co- third person yeah, point of view. It's so. like, it's like the POV, POV sex. Yeah. Yeah. Not third person. POV. Yeah. And there have been, there's been two times where we had the, threesome with the other guy and i was actually recording in the beginning like we had certain scenes that we wanted to shoot but i also told you to just kind of be natural with it and yeah so yeah that was nice to like change it up a little bit and then we try to do dp double penetration (laughs) it worked what with two so that two guys yeah so you were riding um Leo the, the lion. lion. <laughs> he like gives Leo everyone like, fuck like nicknames. Like <laughs> seriously. Leo the lion, okay. And yeah, so you were on top of him, and then I came in from behind. I mean, it worked. It was hard though because we're it not like it's it worked, but, I mean, it's it's hard to like get a rhythm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's hard. That's like multitasking at its finest. <laughs> that is so funny. Okay, so um so you do a, like most of the time there's it's you guys content. Like is there anything else like 
that like people can obviously send requests, but like, do you guys mm-hmm. ever, are there like live cams? Do you guys ever do like live stuff on there? A ever? Few. Yeah. Um, not often because yeah. I find it, I don't know. I'm just not very good at live stuff because I'm I weird know, and awkward. Sure. And so I just like stare yeah. at the screen like, hi. <laughs> That's oh, I guess I'm supposed to take off my shirt now or something. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we've right. gone live on we've gone live on OnlyFans just a handful of times, and yeah. I mean it's been all right. A lot of times, I mean, we do have a decent amount of subscribers, but a lot of times people are just all very busy or they don't have their notifications set up to you know pop up on their phone when we go live, so they don't yeah. really know and. Yeah. It's a communication to people on OnlyFans about what we're doing or what we plan on doing. It's kind of hard sometimes. Yeah. And yeah, it's uh, so we've kind of stepped away from the OnlyFans live thing for now. And we, we've been live on TikTok a couple of times just to answer questions about uh, what people have or what they're curious about when it comes to being in an open relationship. So we did our second one ever last night, and that was really successful i would say i don't know for us yeah it was a good live i I would think it was kind of like this just you know questions and answers and stuff yeah people are curious about this lifestyle and oh do they have opinions wow yeah (laughs) oh yeah no i'm sure you know but it's like it does happen a lot more than people think i think it's just it scares a lot of people you know because i think you do need to be in a really stable relationship. Like, yeah. you know, I'm, that's the other thing I've heard is a lot of people try to do this to maybe like save their marriage or save their relationship to spice things up. And I'm sure you guys mm-hmm. probably agree that if you're not in a super stable, trustworthy relationship, it's not going to work. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've definitely heard a lot of that with uh, people just trying to uh, save it. But from a guy's yeah. perspective, if you're not completely secure in yourself and your relationship, then it's never going to work. And like, I was really secure with you whenever we met ever since the beginning and never really ever had any doubts that like you weren't my soulmate, but yeah. (laughs) But no, I mean, it's true. If you're a guy and you just have to be completely secure in yourself and really, um, I mean, you, you've definitely grown a lot too. I've seen you change with just how everything's progressed at this point. Mm-hmm. We still have a lot of conversations about things and it's important to always check in with each other. Like, yeah. how are you feeling about this situation? Yeah. Yeah. Feeling comfortable with any situation we're really going into. We yeah. That was going to ask too. Yeah. For people who, you know, for couples who are maybe interested you know, in getting into or talking about having an open relationship. Oh, James! <laughs> Trying to get TP, James! <laughs> hey, you never know. Um, but, <laughs> but, you know, what's your advice, you know, if someone was interested in it, you know, do you have anything, you know, type of advice that you would give to a couple intrigued by this? Take it slow. Yeah. You got to match each other's paces yeah. going into yeah. it. Um, don't try to like push your partner like faster than they're ready. Yeah. Um, so it can sometimes be a very, very long process to get things rolling, but you've got to be on the same page. And until right. that happens, 
you know, like you're just setting yourself up for, for potential disaster. And so I would say just take it slow, constant communication. Yeah. Like that's, that's the biggest thing is it's exhausting communication to be honest. Yeah. For, cause I was, since it was my idea originally in the beginning, I was, I was ready. Like I was there. I was just like ready, but you were not, we probably, we probably (laughs) talked about it and discussed it for close to a year before we actually decided to take that step. And whether it was just like sitting here and having a conversation with each other or dirty talking about it while we were having sex, um, you know, all of that just kind of combined together, made it into something where we're like, yeah, let's go ahead and take that step. You know, if it doesn't work out, we're not going to leave each other. If it does, you know, we'll just take it from there and see how it goes. But definitely patience because in the beginning I wanted it like immediately because this had been a fantasy of mine for like such a long time. And (laughs) I was like, I was ready to go. I was like, all right, come on, babe. Start racking them up. (laughs) But you're patient and a lot of reassurance too. And that's something that you did at the beginning. Or you still do. I mean, we reassure each other all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Because just more recently, I would say we'd been starting to be a lot more open, especially when it comes to me, which I'm, I'm okay either way. Like if I, if there's someone that I'm genuinely interested in and like, wouldn't mind um, fooling around with, then I'll tell, I'll tell Alexa and, um, you know, we talk about it a lot of times you're fine with it. You're just at this point, you're basically like, babe, just tell me what you want and tell me what's going down and I'm fine. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think it was like one of the first times, well, whenever I, you, I went with the L yeah, and you were yeah, hanging yeah, out yeah. with K. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you had your first single girl on girl experience and this was just last week. Was this last week? Oh, yeah. And this was your actual just, like, being alone with a girl and you guys were messing around. And then I had gotten invited to go to a gangbang (laughs) (laughs) for – they were in the lifestyle too. And we had met this couple on SLS and – the guy wanted to have his wife, one of her fantasies was to get game banged. And so he set one up and surprised her. And I was part of the the <laughs> group of guys walking in into the hotel. How many guys were there? Um, I think there was six. So it wasn't like a massive, like huge yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, cluster of guys. But... <laughs> so you That's and our funny. friends, y'all went. I was yeah. like, you know, I'm going to hang out with the girlfriend and yeah. we sent y'all two off and yeah. And that was, it was, it was fun. So would you, <laughs> Alexa, would you consider yourself bisexual then? Oh, like, definitely. Would you, yeah. 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 Jake, would you say like, what would you consider yourself? But like, for I, I would definitely say straight. A lot of people. So this is another thing is that a lot of people get confused is being a cuckold. Do you know what that yeah. is? Well, it's like you like to watch, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Well, it's more than that. Yeah, it's more than that. And a lot of people, a lot of comments and stuff we get is saying like, oh, he's definitely a cuck or cuck this or cuck that. Yeah. 
And that that's definitely not the definitely not the case. I like to watch, but I also like to That would to be join. a voyeur, right? Yeah. That would be more yeah. voyeurism. But for cuckolding, you like to be humiliated in the process. So basically That is that's a requirement of being a cuck, you know. So like there's yeah. no humiliation. I yeah. mean there's no humiliation. I'm just like that's cool for people who enjoy that, but yeah. like it's just it's not what you are. But yes, he is very straight. <laughs> and they and like cuckolds enjoy their significant other, you know, having sex with guys who are bigger than them and just like better than them in all different ways. And I I don't know. I'm definitely not that. I don't like being humiliated because you're mine. So <laughs> right, right. Uh, you like, like to watch. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I like watching. Yeah, I like watching and being involved. Like, I like being a part of it because it's fun to, um, you know, just watch you enjoy yourself. You said something the other night um, that described that better. I forget what you said. I don't remember. But, yeah, I just like watching and just, like, watching you having fun in a different way than how it would normally be between us is just yeah. something that's kind of like exhilarating and like thrilling. And plus, you know, I like, you know, fucking you afterwards too. <laughs> that is incredible. Well, I was going to ask that, and this is probably a very personal question, but I'm sure it comes up too. I'm sure you guys get asked this, but like when it comes to like protection, you know, when you are with other people is like that probably a rule too and a boundary of like, absolutely yeah being safe you have to practice safe sex in this lifestyle and I think everyone should I you know like I'm not the only sexually active person with multiple partners you know like yeah I mean I yeah back in the day I wasn't as safe as I I am now but that's something that's really important yeah yeah yeah. I would say if there, is, if there are people that we do trust and know very well at a certain point, then, you know, then it won't be like, won't have protection. No. But, what? <laughs> protection? Yeah. I think we need to go review some of our rules. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go review the rules. <laughs> yeah but like if you maybe had like a long term like someone where like they weren't sleeping with other people either like I don't know if that would even happen like would you ever be like hey you guys are our couple like let's stick together you know I don't know if I that mean, would ever I happen. guess potentially Probably. I mean with yeah. Olivia and her husband it's more of a consistent like you guys are like you can always like text them and be like yo you guys down for a barbecue <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. What about I mean, like, No, go ahead. Well, well, I was gonna say, what about like other people who aren't like in this lifestyle? I'm sure you guys have other friends and family too. Do other people know? Do you keep that other part of your like do you keep that obviously secret with family or like with certain people or are you pretty open about it? Yeah, we tend to not <laughs> talk about that with our family whatsoever. Yeah. Um, very few friends even though. So yeah, like, very few of our friends even though. Try to keep it like separate, I guess. Um, yeah. Only our very, very close friends know. So yeah. there's only less than a handful of people that really know. Um, but like, would would you... Would you discuss in detail your sex life with with your family totally. with your 
No, absolutely not. Yeah, no, 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 definitely not. Right. Definitely not. So that's that's usually because I get those comments all the time. Like, I bet your family is so proud. Like, really? (laughs) What does it have to do? (laughs) Totally, totally. So yeah, no, I would. I don't know. Have you guys ever had a friend that's like super, like who you thought was like super straight edge, be like, "Hey, so." You know, like if you had people like come out of the woodworks, maybe that you're like, oh, I didn't think you would maybe be interested or no. Is that pretty- I mean, I've, I've offered it to my friends, but they're like, oh, my God. No, 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 funny. You're like, listen, you ever, yeah, no, that is, you, you don't have many friends up here and I'm mainly the one who has friends. Um, I mean, there's been a couple people that we didn't think would find out that eventually did find out. Well, you have yeah. a big mouth and, you know. No, I never out. told anybody. It was, it was, it was. Because- <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're <laughs> I don't know talking to you. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a big mouth. Yet, baby. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. But yeah, no, there's <laughs> There's been a couple of people who found out that we were just, I, I had nothing involved. It was just because of TikTok and some of the videos we yeah. posted. Yeah, well, that's what I was wondering. If, like, someone yeah. on TikTok saw it, you know, like a video of you and then was like, hey. Yeah. yeah. And it's, yeah. it's not, like, a huge secret or anything. It's just, like, I'm not going to run around screaming at the totally. top of my lungs. Yeah, so. like, throwing pineapples at everybody. That's at the top of my lungs. Yeah. <laughs> top of my lungs. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just part of our life, and it shouldn't be, like, a huge deal. Yeah, like, it shouldn't be, like, something, like, drastically different that's, like, shocking and whatever. I don't know. It's – so many people I feel these days are kind of, like, revolted by, like, people who have open relationships. And a lot of people say, like, oh, we're super insecure or, you know, they just say a lot of really mean stuff that's definitely not true. Yeah. Well, it's projection for yeah. sure because society has taught us from a very young age that, you know, it's like, you know, two people in a relationship and that's it. And that's right. not always the case. I mean, there's all different sorts of people in the world with yes. all different views on things and yeah. different. Um, yeah. And so, like, for us, like, we don't we don't try to like convince people that this is better. It's just something that works for us. And like, if there's people who are interested or need help or have questions and like things that we do or like our boundaries or rules and just kind of how we make it work, we like helping other people. We get so many questions um, and just like try to help people because a lot of people don't really know what it takes to get involved in an open relationship or non-monogamous relationship. And a lot of people have reached out because, you know, they are interested in the lifestyle and not sure how to bring it up to their partner. Yeah, that's a big and one. And that's exactly, yeah. you know, kind of where you were at a few years ago trying to figure out yeah. <laughs> how to bring right. it up to me. I just started talking dirty to you and you're like, yeah, I like that. <laughs> at first I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but then I was yeah. like, oh, you know. I'm responding in certain ways, and so you're like, like, wow, obviously, it's starting to get wet when you say those words, babe. (laughs) (laughs) 
maybe. No, but yeah, I think that is important. I think, you know, just like, you know, we were kind of saying earlier, is it's like, if you guys feel like, if you're happy, you feel like your relationship is stronger, you guys obviously have a very stable, healthy relationship, you know, it's like, it should be, it's 2021, you know, it's like, I feel like I, you know, I do start to hear more about this and it is amazing with platforms like TikTok, OnlyFans, where you do get to hear about you know, how much more relevant and prevalent it is than I think a lot of people realize. Um, and again, it's like, if you guys are happy and you guys are, you know, in a great relationship and a stable, like who, who cares what other people think? I mean, you know, also coming from me who also gets hate every day too. So I feel you, <laughs> I, yeah. you know, I think you have to be super secure. Like, you know, you got complete opposite of what, you know, people have said. I mean, you have to be in yeah. a stable, yeah. super secure. I mean, I'm, you know, I don't know. I, who knows, you know, James is, you know, I always think about it. I'm like, could I, I don't know. You, know, you never like, I feel like it's one of those things you don't know how you would actually respond, you know, mm-hmm. until maybe you try it, you know? So it's like, Hey, why not? Life's yeah. too short, you know? I mean, yeah, that's like, that's like the whole thing. Like why it took us like almost a year to really, you know, take that initial step because, we didn't know how we were going to respond and we wanted, if it's going to be something we wanted to do, you know, we wanted to try and be sure you're never going to really be a hundred percent sure, but we wanted yeah. to be as sure as we could be that we were in a place that if it worked out and we wanted to keep on doing it, then great. But if it didn't work out for whatever reason, we would still love each other and we would be able to move on with our lives. So yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So and Go ahead. Well, sorry. I, I keep interrupting. I was going to say, if, please go. But I was just going to ask what the future is like, you know, like, do you guys see yourself doing this for a long time? Do you ever, I mean, obviously I'm probably, I'm sure it's going to be a communication thing. And something well, for OnlyFans, yeah, OnlyFans definitely is more of a temporary thing just because yeah. um, of our job or of my job situation. So that's more of a temporary thing to just kind of hold us through until we can you know, get on with our lives and stuff. But as far as the relationship aspect goes, um, we've pretty, we've, we've told each other that if there ever comes a point or when there comes a point that either of us want to stop and we tell that to the other person, then, you know, that's, that's it. You know, we're just done and we're back to being together. There's no like argument or anything. Yeah. um, Because we have to respect that. But I mean, I feel like we're having fun right now and we're going to see where it goes and play it by ear, constant communication. And I mean, it's definitely opened us up to meeting a lot of really interesting people and and, learning a lot and learning a lot too, just about relationships. It's still a new world for us. And so we've had a lot to learn and we're still kind of exploring. Yeah, that's amazing. And you guys... Do you have an OnlyFans that you want to promote? Do you feel comfortable sharing it? Yeah, at Alexa Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> at Alexa Hughes. So Alexa. Wait, how do you spell that? Is it with? Yeah, two I was gonna say Alexa. Yeah. H u j h u g h e s. Right. Yes. Yes, yes. I can spell. Alexa Hughes. Yeah, just A L E X A H U G H E S. Alexa Hughes. Check them out um you guys are amazing and you guys do I mean you honestly you seem so happy you guys seem like you're in a normal healthy functioning relationship you just have a different lifestyle than most and I think you know again it's 
amazing. You know, it's like you guys are doing what you love and you're happy and in a great relationship. What yeah, that's like, I, and just off of that, like, it's kind of, that's kind of like an excitement factor for me because, like, we do seem like your stereotypical, you know, just uh, married couple that's not really that spicy and you know we just walk around and nobody nobody really knows but it's it's just kind of exciting because and it takes people off guard too because um totally yeah we can go out to the bar and then alexa's like oh wow this guy over there is really hot i'm like go get him babe (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) and like obviously they see us walking together and we're all over each other at the bar because we can never keep our each other's hands off of us but like yeah yeah, and then their reaction is priceless too but we also live in a relatively small town so we end up seeing a lot of these people yeah that's been kind of a a weird hurdle so yeah yes i know you said and we are we're weird and proud yes you're weird weird and proud yeah weird horny and proud weird horny and proud <laughs> that is amazing. You so guys are amazing. Where's your catchphrase? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm changing. I'm just gonna write in like Anne Horny. <laughs> um, but you guys are amazing. I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for coming on. Make sure if you're on OnlyFans, if you want to check out, you know, or and what's I was gonna ask your TikTok too. I know you said you're on TikTok. Is it the same, Alexa Hughes? Yes. I think there's two S's at the end of your TikTok. I can send you well. Yeah, send me the tags because I'll put them I'll put them in the little notes too. Yeah. Yeah, there's two S's at the end of you. Yeah, I'll just send it to you. There's yeah, for her just, TikTok, there's two S's at the end. So Yeah, send me it just so I have the correct spelling. I'll put it in the notes. But um <laughs> but yeah, make sure you follow along, Alexa and Paul. Thank you so much. Jake, I just said Paul. Oh my god, I'm yeah, sorry. <laughs> in my head you know like and i said and like you know we're we're edit that <laughs> alexa and jake not not paul not jake but and not jake paul alexa and jake wow that was don't mind that. Oh um okay alexa and jake thank you guys so much I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you for being on yeah, you thank you. Thanks so much for having us. We love this. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys again so much for listening to the Weird and Proud podcast hosted by Sam Ramsdell. And if you guys like the podcast, I would love if you could make sure to follow and subscribe. And also, if you could leave a five-star review, I would be forever grateful. It really helps. And also, if you might have a weird story or might feel like you might be considered a little weird, make sure you email me at weirdandproudpod at gmail.com for a potential interview. And I am open-minded. So if you feel free to reach out and then also make sure to follow along on my TikTok and Instagram for upcoming shows and other shenanigans. And my handle is SamRamsdale5. Thank you guys so much and we'll see you next Monday.